All right, we are live on Chewie's Road to Enlightenment. Uh, we're just going to wait a minute here, see if we can get uh, see if we can get some people coming in here, <clears throat> doing something a little different tonight. Uh, I'm doing this on Podbean, and I'm also doing it on Instagram Live. So I'm just waiting for people here on Instagram. Looks like there's people joining. Cool. Cool. All right, cool. Can everybody uh, hear me on Instagram? How does it sound? Can you hear the sound? Can you guys? Okay, cool. All right. Uh, Hold on. This technology it's getting the best of me <clears throat> so uh tonight's episode is uh something a little bit different than what i normally do um i have a family friend and friend of my son's friend of myself uh shane stotes how you doing tonight shane thank you very much for having me this is a little different than i'm used to but i'm excited for it yeah this is um this is something, uh, you know, I, I've been thinking about doing, uh, Shane is a, um, Shane's an artist as well. Uh, he's an aspiring young musician and I've been wrapping my head about how to get him on something with, them. um, so what we're doing is I'm going to kind of talk to him and then you guys are going to hear a little bit of music and what he's doing and. If you like him, you can come check him out. He plays out live. Uh, Luthier's Co-op. I, every once in a while, can do uh, open mic nights at Luthier's Co-op in East Hampton. I've also been doing weekends up at the Sweetheart Club in Shelburne Falls. So I've been doing that every once in a while. The owners, Joe and Laura, have been allowing me to come get some tips there. Nice. So, yeah, he's, uh, you know trying to play some music and uh, have fun doing it. Uh, so let's start off, Shane. Um, where are you from? So I was from the age of five here in East Hampton, uh, hometown. It's where I've done God, just about everything that I can think of. I've done most of my growing up here, and this is pretty much where I discovered, you know, who I want to be and how I want to do it. It's a little bit... I've come up in a different way than what I'm trying to be. I'm very much like country music inspired, and not a lot of people in my family are like solely like in the country aspect. You know, yep. My dad definitely put me on country music, and I just stuck with. It. But you're we're talking not mainstream country either. Not exactly. No. Yeah. I mean, I know a little bit of like Luke Holmes and Morgan Wallen, but I'm more my definite top would be who I like aspired to be I loved him so much but it would be more like him and then I do a lot of Zach Bryan and I know some Tyler Childers more in that line of country music instead of just like the cookie cutter pop stuff you know? yep yeah real deal that's blue collar shit yeah it's what I'm trying yeah that's what blue I'm collar trying. Shane's blue collar he's a working man too so um so grew up in East Hampton uh I know <clears throat> you growing up in East Hampton I'd see you quite often uh, Shane was a uh, one of the common fixtures 
uh, if if he was over here or or vice versa, my son was with him and the other their other cohort uh, Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they were kind of like the uh, like. Uh, hold on one second. I don't know what's going on here with the uh, with the account. Hold on. This Instagram shit. <laughs> I wish I could tell you anything about it, but I don't even know if I yeah, Instagram. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, I don't know what's going on with the Insta- Instagram. We were, we were doing good on the, uh, on the live stream. And then all of a sudden it, uh, it cut out. Live stream cut. I wonder if there's too many people on the internet. Not sure. I'm not sure what the hell's going on here. Um, anyways, let's. Uh, I'm gonna try to work this while you're doing uh, while we're talking here, because we got people in the room on uh, Podbean. Uh, so yeah, you grew up in East Hampton. Uh, let's talk a kind of talk about growing up here. What was what were your thoughts on this town? Well, I mean, growing up here, I came here when I was about five, so kindergarten was when I started. It was, you know, back then you don't think about it too much other than, you know, how long recess and coloring books and all that. But I remember in kindergarten was when I met uh, my buddy Keith and his best friend, who's, or his best friend, his uh, twin brother, who is also named Shane, which is kind of how that clicked. And then yep. a couple of years down the line in third grade, I met your son TJ and, you know, the best friend I'd ever asked for and can't return type thing. But, you know, I'd never give it up. These are uh, my best friends, and this is what I live by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of always uh, dove in deep into whatever you were doing. Yeah, it was more or less a headlong jump with thinking afterwards, most of our plans. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that was kind of how we rolled, and that's still how we're doing it. That's right. Well, I don't know what the hell's going on with the Instagram feed. Um, that's, I don't know. It was uh, it was good. Then all of a sudden, it kicked me off, and uh, it said, uh, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know much. Technology and me never really got along." Yeah, I'm not um, I'm not technologically advanced when it comes to this. Yeah, but whatever. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. <clears throat> but uh, well. We were going to do an Instagram live feed and video and everything, and uh, it was going well, and then it just uh, it kicked off. So, anyways. Yeah, well, this will be, once we, this is done, it'll be uh, forever. Oh, yeah. It'll be on forever, so. Um, no. No, thank you. Okay. But, uh, so, uh, so let's talk about uh, when you, when you getting interested in music. I think I started, well, I actually don't even know if you know this story, but I had started originally playing the ukulele before I ever picked up a guitar. And it was, honestly, I was in the mindset of I wanted to learn guitar, but I knew it was going to be difficult. And back then I was not really interested in, you know, sitting down and learning something that was going to be hard for me, which was a weird mindset to be in. So I just thought, well, ukulele's got two less strings. Yep. Let's start there and maybe I could work my way up so i had went to actually it was just 
we were in a comic book store in Northampton, and they just had little plastic, like, very, very basic humidity behind the counter. Yep. And I remember I was with my grandmother, and I had told her a couple times that I had wanted to play music. She was always for it, but I never really took the jump on it. So she decided she was going to buy it for me, and I took a couple of lessons. Actually, down at uh, Luthier's Co-op in Easton, the owner, Steve Bear, yep. who great guy he was the one who gave me i think i i it must have been five six lessons for easily or less yep and then uh i had done that for a while and i was getting pretty good at it and i was trying to travel along with that but then i finally decided that it was about time that i switched over to my original plan of uh, playing the guitar so after that i had told steve well i mean my dad's got the at the house that I always wanted to learn how to play. Yep. It was actually the guitar that he bought to teach himself before I was born and just never got around to it. So that's that guitar is very special to me. But I play that one now. So I had brought it with me to my ukulele one day and I said, hey, Steve, would you mind switching gears and we can just... I was wondering if we could just switch gears and maybe I could do guitar lessons instead of ukulele. Yep. He said, that's actually very much like an easier process for me because what he was doing was he was just taking the guitar chords and then transferring them to a ukulele because he's traditionally a guitar player but he can play ukulele he's just yep. like, you know switching it up to with my ukulele instead but i had switched over to guitar because i wanted to do that but so i took maybe one or two lessons with him for guitar but i was never really good at the reading music aspect yeah so then i uh actually ended up just self-teaching myself to play guitar off of uh, YouTube videos and uh, some chord charts in there, but it was never really, like, musical notes, you know? Right. So, pretty much, other than, like, one song, everything that I know guitar-wise, I have taught myself from just online videos. And that's awesome. That's that's because you got a good <clears throat> good mind, you got a good memory. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. I'm uh, kicking, the, kicking the studio set up here. And when I say studio, I mean my living room, <laughs> my living room table. Um, so, so that you started kind of getting into playing guitar, and uh, that kind of turned into like kind of buckling down, huh, with country music. It did. So originally, I, I mean, when I started playing guitar, I definitely was playing mostly country music, but I wanted to learn like just in general as much as I could with the guitar. But. Um, I would say probably, I don't know, three, two, three months into it, I had like really just switched gears and like said, I'm going to go with the country music aspect. And that's really all I know at this point is country because that's just really what I fell in love with. And I, I mean, I can do a little bit here and there that's not country, but it's really just not what I'm striving to do. Yep. So you're, that's, you're comfortable. You, you, yeah. you enjoy playing country music and uh, yeah, you're comfortable comfortable doing that yep. there's nothing wrong with that i mean there it's hey man you're 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 having a good time and you're playing That's music is, recently that i've been playing up in shelburne it's been starting to pay a little bits and little bits by tips you know yep but i've been trying to stay in the mindset of i'm doing this because i want to do this because i love to do this and not because it's going to pay off one day down the road you know and that's the thing with any musician or artist you're doing it because you love doing it not doing it because you you know you ex you're expecting a big payout like 
you know, yeah, something may come down the road or whatever, but first thing is you're doing something for self-fulfillment, exactly. you know, to complete something in you that you didn't know you needed to be complete. I, am, am sure. I, you know, sure. am I hitting the, that kind yeah, yeah. The idea of playing when I first wanted to start out was like, oh, I'm going to get this guitar. It's going to make me look cooler. I'm going to have this whole aesthetic to me. But now, like I found in many, many different occasions that my guitar is like almost like therapeutic to me. Like, I'll oh, hell yeah. Up, I'll play it. I just go to like my own space and I just I can sit there and like certain songs, especially with country music, I can listen to the lyrics hard enough and I can really just go to where that writer was and just feel his emotions and it's very therapeutic nice you're uh just so you know too i see your mom's on here on instagram <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> hey mom look at me i'm on tv <laughs> um so uh yeah so you're playing playing out now you're kind of you graduated high school you're you're a working stiff um what's your, what are you, what are you thinking? What are you doing? So, I mean, working a full-time job definitely does take up a lot of my time. And I have some side stuff that I'm doing here and there, like hanging out with my friends and helping out a couple of family members doing some stuff here and there. But uh, a lot of the time, what I want to be doing when I'm pretty much anytime I have free time is I try to pick up my guitar as much as I can and just at least try to learn one new song like a week. Yeah, dude, that's awesome because you're way more uh, dedicated to it than I am. Because <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard, especially when you get older, to retain stuff. Maybe not so much retaining stuff, but just um, like I don't know. I'm like a creature of habit. I have my routine that I I get home, yep. and it's like and to try to sit down and play something new every week. Mm-hmm. That's good though. That's yeah. good. That's good that you're pushing yourself be- <clears throat> because I would be me in my ass when, you know, I, I, I played a lot when I was younger, but then I just stopped, you know, and I played pri- primarily bass. Well, it's funny that you say that because I try to play as much as I can and I want to a lot, but I get in my head spaces where I just I put my guitar down for a week, two weeks, every once in a while. And it's just not what I want to be doing. Speaking of somebody kicking you in the ass to get you kickstarted, I gotta say my dad has been the biggest person in my life that has always been pushing me to. That's awesome. Make sure you get your guitar practice in. I know you want to be doing this. You're happier when you're doing this. You should pick it up. You should learn a new song, or even just run through your set list, play the ones you already know. Just keep yourself sharp. Hell yeah. And he's definitely. I, I could say with confidence that if I had just been playing by myself in the living room. Without him there, I wouldn't have gone nearly as far. He's the one that's pushed me to play out. He's the one that's pushed me to, you know, learn songs that maybe I wouldn't have learned. And he, even even not knowing music as well, he's still, like, trying to give me tips on, like, well, maybe you could play this song this way or change your voice just this little bit. Maybe try yep. that. If you don't like it, go back. But he's definitely been, like, sort of, like, in a sense, like an agent, you know, yeah. trying to help me get to where I want to be. Yeah, and he's and he's going to push you because you know your your as as a parent you want your kids to strive for excellence and always to like you know don't don't half-ass shit. Um, You know that's my big biggest thing that pisses me off is uh, you know half-assers. There's no no reason to half-ass anything, you know. Unless you're stuck in the middle of the woods with your truck 
and you, and you need to do something to get out of there. Yeah. That, that's a half-ass. That's, that's, that's okay in my book. Yeah, well, we've been there. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would say that, especially with my music, he's definitely made sure that I'm going where I want to go and making sure that i got to take the steps I need to get there. And yeah. if I'm not comfortable helping me reroute myself and figure a new way to get there in a way that I'm comfortable doing. But he's definitely been the person that's helped me the most with my musical just endeavors in general nice well uh speaking of musical endeavors you want to play a song i can do that yeah get get yourself comfortable like i said everybody we're doing something a little different here tonight um you know in in spirit of uh halloween coming up and just um you know having a you know we're, we're over a month away to halloween but you know we already started decorating our house last night just because it's uh you know that time of the year it's usually Christmas decorated here in July. Yeah, my wife's nuts with Christmas. I, I I'm guilty too, but I we like our Halloween. You know, you, oh, you know how my Halloween display is outside. The and, Slipknot concert that's going on in the front lawn every year. Yeah, usually Hallmark movies playing it. Just about every month there is. <laughs> that's right. So uh, go ahead and uh, I'm gonna kind of roll back here on my mic and. Uh, You go you go ahead. You go ahead and do what you gotta do, brother. My lovely lady 
Very nice, sir. Thank you. Take a break and get back to that. Here, I'm going to look at the live chat here. Everybody's uh, everybody's loving what you're doing here. You got it. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's nice. It's nice doing this live too because uh, you know we got people that uh, maybe couldn't get onto Podbean, mm -hmm. and uh, we're doing it here on Instagram Live. And, uh, yeah, we got people in the studio listening to this, so that's, uh, that's good that's shit. Good shit. Um, that's one thing I gotta do is I gotta get like, more acclimated with using Instagram because really the only thing that I'm on music wise is I have like my TikTok account that I post videos on yep. every once in a while, but other than that, I'm really not. Go ahead and give back what so the... my TikTok is actually just my name. So Shane Stoes, S H A N E S T O S Z, and you'll find it right there. And it's just me doing cover songs is really all I'm doing, but that's just what I love to do. So that's what I'm here to do. Nice. And this is, uh, this is, uh, this is good. I'm happy you're doing this and, uh, you know, I'm happy you came on. Um, I was, it was funny cause, uh, tonight's episode was supposed to be with somebody else. Yep. And I do that about last week. And I said, and I ran, I think I saw you what Friday. Yeah, it was Friday night. I said, hey, listen, I said, I want you to come on the show. And he's, you were like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm like, eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. But I'm like, I, there, I wanted you to, you know, make sure you were going to bring our, you know, I got a guitar here that would have, would have been just fine. But, uh, but you, you wanted a capo and that was cool. <clears throat> yeah. And you might as well grab your guitar. You're comfortable playing your guitar too. So, um, no, it's cool. So, um, I, I guess let's talk about, uh, where do you see yourself going musically? What do you, what do you, what do you see yourself doing here? So I haven't given much thought past, you know, just, I know up for sure that I want to try to play live at a couple more places. Like right now I'm pretty much just doing the uh, Shelburne Falls pub or the Sweetheart pub up in Shelburne Falls. I would like to try to do a couple more restaurants, maybe a little bit more local. Yep. So that I can get a couple more people out because, you know, that's like 45-ish minutes away. Yeah. A little bit of a hassle to see Just pull the bike a little closer, yep. that's all. And uh, so you'd like to try to see if I can get a couple more restaurants or just places in general to play at. But, you know, I, I've never really, like, thought it was even possible to do, like, having, like, a planned show be like, hey, he's coming to play this night, come check it out. Like, I never even thought of that. Like, right now, pretty much my schedule for playing is just on weekends and I'm not doing anything, I'll just shoot the owner of that restaurant and text me, like, hey, Laura, is it okay if I come up and play for a couple hours? And she just let me set up and do my thing for a while, which I'm very thankful for. 
one is it? This is the Shelburne Falls, or the Sweetheart Pub up in Shelburne Falls. It's, um, it's a nice place I got. Like, they'll set me up in the corner of the patio outside, so you nice. can overlook a yep. valley area, and it's very welcoming, so I'm glad that they've given me the opportunity, and my grandparents are actually the ones that shouted me out to the bar manager, so I wouldn't have really gotten that opportunity if my family wasn't you know, sort of parading me around, which I'm thankful for. No, dude, and that's <clears throat> sometimes you can be a little bit nervous or unsure of if you want to do that, but it's good to get people in your question for you. For sure. I mean, that's why I'm doing this, yep. this podcast. It's because I got people in my corner that pushed me to do this, you know, f- some good friend, really good friends and, uh, mm-hmm. and family. And, I remember um, the day I was told that you were starting this podcast. I was pretty excited for it. Yeah, like holy shit, really? Oh, they talked about it for years. Yeah, it, finally booked the book Yeah, that's it's like, hey, we're gonna do it. Cool, let's do it. Um, so no, that's cool. You, you know, <clears throat> family lifting you up, helping you out. That's what it's all about. Your friends doing that too. You know, I know. I'm harder to get your friends to come see you play a show, but you probably don't want them there all the time. Starting out the beginnings of the show, it was honestly kind of a mission to try to keep it from them. Yes. After the show, then I could be like, Hey, it went great. But yeah, exactly. First couple of times out. Yep. My two best friends who I knew were just going to heckle me in the front row. Probably wasn't going to be the greatest plan. No. And that's cool. And, and I think one of the first times you played out was at Luthier's Mike night Wednesday. Yeah. So that was, probably the first time that I actually started like really playing up. I think my first time ever playing in general was, uh, it was actually me and TJ went down Florida to visit my grandmother. Oh yeah. Yep. She had a friend that was playing down at the bar and he had an acoustic electric and he was just doing a couple songs down at the bar that they always go to. It was just a little sit down restaurant and she had just ran, we were all just eating dinner. She just ran up and whispered in his ear, came back over and was like, all right, you're on in two minutes, pick a song. And I was like, wait, what? And she just (laughs) kind of threw me up there and I had my 10, 15 minutes of playing in front of people. That was really the first time. Red as a tomato and visibly shaking, but I did it. And hell yeah, that was probably the first time that I really played in front of people that weren't my immediate family sitting in my living room. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. And my meatball son was with you. Yeah, Florida. The f- great time. I pretty much was staring at the ceiling the whole time because if I looked at him, I would have broke. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, your friends are there to uh, in good times and in bad, and usually when when they're good times, they try to make it bad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get a little bit of ball busting. Oh yeah. But that's part of the course, though. Nice. But, uh, I'd say that when it really comes down to like when it counts, like I'm talking to people that really want to know about my music and. Uh, TJ and or Keith is there. Yeah. All jokes aside, they really didn't put me up when they need to. Hell yeah. It's awesome. No, and it's 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 hard. The older you get, you'll see. But uh, I mean, you guys, the the three of you, you guys have a bond, and it's funny because you know, even though Keith's down and you know going to uh, in the Navy, he's gonna you know yep. be on a nuclear sub. TJ's doing welding, you're doing carpentry, you know, construction. It's like, you, you know, everybody's still close. And, uh, all, like, every day after school, at work, weekends, we had seen each other, like, every day for years. And then Keith moved off to boot camp, and me and TJ got separate jobs because we used to work together a lot. And then we all yeah. just kind of 
you know, stretched out the time that we were seeing each other. Sure. When we're, when we're, we just try to, you know, make twice as much trouble and do as much as we can. And we're still getting around to it. Um, TJ Raskovitz asked in the group chat, wasn't there an alligator involved in that trip? You know what? There was an alligator involved in that trip. So (laughs) my grandmother, against her better judgment, took me and TJ to a, uh, alligator park in florida to just go walk around the swamps and see what we want to see she was just like oh you know it's gonna be great just keep your distance actually me and tj immediately dove off the beaten path when she wasn't looking and she found us next to a probably four by six puddle poking an eight foot alligator with a stick because that's just how we roll (laughs) but it probably wasn't our greatest plan yeah i think somebody chased it too i'm pretty sure i saw the video of that Mm -hmm. yeah grabbed by the tail yeah, that was yeah. I poked it with a stick. It panicked. We both panicked, and then TJ chased it for a while. And <laughs> that's pretty much how most of our endeavors go: walk with the plan and immediately throw out the plan and do something twice as worse. Yeah, well, that's all part of uh, being young, adventurous adults. Mm-hmm. Speaking of young and adventurous, you had an adventure. How long ago was that? Oh goodness, are we talking about world travel adventure? World traveling adventure. World travel adventure. That was. So it started in, I guess the whole thing, I went on a family trip to Cancun in February. And then, you know, banking my guitar, yep. me just sitting there playing, this girl had to come up and talk to me. And uh, one thing led to another, we started talking, and I ended up actually going on a two-week trip to Thailand with her, like, two weeks after we met <laughs> because that's just how it goes apparently and uh yeah i ended up going there for a while and then then you came back i came back which the trip back was crazy because i probably slept in airports for like two three days because it was we were in the lower part of thailand and then i had to fly up to the upper part of thailand which was like only like an hour and 15 minute flight but then i had like an 11 hour layover or something like that so i had to get a hotel room in the airport and then i flew to singapore which was probably another hour and a half something like with an eight hour layover so you know stacking up but that one of course there was no hotel room so i was just sleeping on the hardwood floor of the airport for six hours that hurt yep and then from singapore to Singapore to Korea, Korea, and then I was in Korea for three hours, and then from Korea to Boston, so there was that, and that trip, I'm actually very upset that I couldn't bring my guitar on, because we were, like, backpacking mostly, and I couldn't really lug it around with me everywhere, but that was, that had some of, like, the perfect, like, beaches or cliff sides to sit on, and that would have been, like, where my guitar would have come clutch, but every once in a while, we would come and stay at a hostel that would just have, like, a community guitar. Just hanging up break that out and get a couple people going hell yeah that's cool did you write any music while you were you You know i didn't write any music while i was there but that trip has inspired me and given me some ideas i have you you could write a you could write a fucking album off of what you went through don't even get me started but i got two half written that i don't exactly love how they sound at the moment that i'm still tweaking and working but yeah one of them is about you know, that trip and that girl and that happened. And then the other one is really just about back to me and my friends and all our stupid stuff. So I'm sort of tweaking both of them, but I'm not sure how I want them to go. Like right now with the first song, I really have like 
of one verse that I really like in a song title, but like the rest of it, I can't get to sound the way I want it to. So I'm it'll come to you. It. It'll come to you. I'll, I'll you and I will talk about that after this, <laughs> but it'll come to you, and you, you'll get inspiration from uh, from places you're. I'll teach you. I'll, I won't teach you, but I'll talk to you about that. I would rather you teach me about I, getting I some can, inspiration. I can learn something from everybody, and I'm yeah. not ashamed to admit that. But um, you know, getting inspired, um, you know, <clears throat> for me, I clear my head every night. I meditate. Mm-hmm. I do that. I could be in bed just before I go to sleep. I'll just clear myself out, yeah. and starting every day with like a clean, fresh slate. It, it sets the course of your day because, you know, I don't, I try not to take the negative shit from yeah. the day before and That's roll that over. Trying to work with for sure. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. And you're still plenty young to where you're going to be involved in all types of negative shit. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. But, but on, you know, the flip side is if you can start learning to purge that shit now mm-hmm. and not carry it with you for the next 20, you're going to have a lot better of a your quality of life, just everything's going to be better for you. Yeah, in that aspect, like the one thing that I'm really trying to work on right now is trying not to bring my bad moods from work back home. That's a tough one. It's, it's, that's really hard for me because I usually, it's like the whole car ride back, I'm just trying to convince myself, all I got to do is drop it. I'm not there anymore. I'm not dealing with it. But just the actions of other people, yeah. how I handled situations, I just can't shake it a lot of the times. Yeah, some, you know what, that just, it, you'll you'll gain that. Um, you know, dealing with people and, and putting up with the bullshit that just comes with age yep. and some maturity. But I mean, you, all you guys are way, <laughs> way more mature at your age that you're at now. I mean, even though you act like kids, sometimes you guys are, yeah, yeah, loosely, but, um, you know, you guys are, you're, you're, you're doing and that's good parenting, you know, um, your parents, uh, your extended parents, you know, extended families, you know, because I, I say that, to, you know, TJ has, you oh, know, yeah. Sh- Shannon. Yeah. You know, you know, your mom, you know, Keith's mom, Angelina, it was like, I knew, I, and we all kept in touch with each other too. For sure, for sure. We knew all the bullshit that was going on. So when it was, whenever I had to ask my parents about anything, it was always, the three of us were always together, so it was like, all right, I got to ask my dad, my mom, my stepmom, TJ's mom, Keith's yep. mom, TJ's dad. You know, we got to run it by everybody first. Yeah, run it up the chain of command. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, well, let's, uh, let's run it up with another song. You want to do another song? I can do another song. Why don't you do another song? I'm sure your mom would like to hear another song, too. She's yep. da- down in... Uh, She's usually cheering me on somewhere. I'm trying to set this thing up here, so... Uh, That'll stay right there. Hopefully that stays right there. You want to turn that light on? I know we're sitting in the dark here. It's very, very dark and ominous looking. There's just a little turn thing on the side there. There you go. There we'll bet. There we go. Now we can see. Well, you know, I like sitting in the dark. It's just, that's just me, but especially at the work. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what uh, what's this next song you're gonna do? So this next one is that I've been doing for a while. It's um, Jersey Giant by Tyler Childers, which is 
currently, I believe, still unreleased, but he just has a video of it on YouTube, and it's a popular song even though it's not released, so I've found a couple of videos on like tips and tricks on how to play good, and I've kind of modified it nice. to do how I, how I think it sounds good, but this is just the way I've been playing it, and this is usually my old whenever I go out to play, because it's a song I'm comfortable with. Oh, good. Well, let's, let's hear it. Some hard and strong, even if it was a out of tune. 
Harder than the socks on a Jersey Giant Lord, I thought you hung I left town when we were over Cause it didn't feel the same In every back road I Just two hours to get there, babe. I can make it back about an hour or so. Hold you close against my skin. Need a little warmth on a night so cold. Singing songs we used to sing. The one about the lady in the long black veil. Should have seen you in the warning signs. Lord, I'd love to hear you. High and lonesome, hard and strong Even if it was a little out of tune Harder than the socks on a jersey giant Lord, I thought you were on the moon Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see, uh, we got a bunch of people in here. There you go. One of my friends on here. Here's the real talent, live without auto tune and only playing from the heart. Well, hell yeah. That's, uh, that's one thing I'm trying to make sure I stick to is I'm refusing auto tune. No auto tune. Playing, playing guitar, singing. That's what it's all about. Live music. <clears throat> That's really why I like Zach Bryan a lot. Is because most of his music is just him sitting in a room with two or three of his buddies just all playing acoustic instruments, and it sounds so much better than the produced stuff. <clears throat> it's that that raw, that raw shit. It's that raw. There's stuff you capture when you're live. That's like yeah. doing this. You know, I, I thought about you know, recording episodes and doing, but it's like, you're catching all the little imperfections. It's like, yeah. it's like going to a live show. You're going to see and hear all types of stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like when you're sitting there talking to somebody, they're not always going to say exactly what they mean right away. Every time, like, and when you deviate from certain subjects, sometimes you get into conversations that you never thought you would have had in the first place. So having yeah. this like no pause, no redos aspect kind of makes it better in a sense. Hell yeah. It's it, and it's good for you too. It's uh, it 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 builds up your confidence. Sure. You know that's the, and that's that's awesome. Like the fact that you're out there doing that and going out and singing at places. That's mm -hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm forty. Playing, playing my own music and playing live has really given me a uh, newfound appreciation and like aspect of like liking the like acoustic versions of songs more like I take some of my favorite songs from the radio now and I'll go look up just that guy sitting on his porch playing that song with his guitar and that just because I because I know how he had to do it and I know how he learned it and played through it and tried all these different ways of doing it it's just I have a newfound like this sounds so much better to me now than 
like when you let a producer go for a hundred times. Yeah, there's something. I mean, <clears throat> some music needs that. Yeah, but, sure. But, but um, like the, this, the outlaw country movement. You know, guys like Willie, guys like Johnny Cash, yep, yep. Hank, Whalen. Um, you know, there's just there's something about them live in that raw. Like you didn't want to do anything to that. Yeah. Like you need to listen to. You know, that's like. Like I have an appreciation for vinyl because of the way vinyl sounds. Vinyl doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a CD. It doesn't sound like a tape. It doesn't sound like anything. Vinyl's vinyl. Like it's got imperfections and it's got scratch. And that's I love about music. And I love that about, you know, that, you know, the outlaw, the underground scene with music. It's always been raw. Well, and, and that also reminds you that people that are out there that have like their like headlining arena shows there's people they all started in the same place like when you hear the live versions you can hear it oh, he slipped his finger on that one chord or something like yep. that. And it just reminds you that like they weren't born perfect they had to work as much as you did you're just starting out yeah and that's what i struggle a lot with but i'm trying to remind myself of and uh, a lot of people that are trying to remind me of is you're not going to get it first try you got to just keep cranking at it do you have any idea how many times they failed before they sounded like that oh hell yeah like you know that's like and that's the thing is the and goes back to practice too you know practice 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 that's huge you know if you can get schedule and practice every day mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah you know when i was younger i used to try to like i'm gonna take like set yourself a real excuse me a realistic goal like a half hour a day mm-hmm. or an hour a day and start off with a lower number because eventually it gets into, holy shit, it's been two and a half hours or three hours. And, you know, you kind of lose yourself and which is to me. Yeah, exactly. Cause it, it and you're in, you're feeling what you're playing. You're going to get lost in it. And that's like the best stuff. That's when you get creative, you know, that's when you just can do, like there's no limits to music. You can do anything you want with music. It may not sound awesome to somebody else, but it may sound good to you. Like yep. it's, it's, it's endless. It's you just got to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And a lot of the times it's not going to sound the way you want it to. Like there's way more times than I want to admit that me playing alone in my bedroom has sounded worlds better than me playing in front of a room full of people. But that's just how it happens. I just got to keep doing it until I can get it to sound like that every time. Hell yeah. And it's not going to always sound perfect, but you know what? You're not going to always be feeling good or you're not going to be well hydrated or your voice is going to be a little raspy or shot because you were, you know, overworking it or whatever. Um, But that's, but that's all part of going to a live show. You expect all that stuff, the cracking voice, the, you know, the slip of the string, a little bit of feedback, whatever that I listen to the radio version Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's I. Lo- that's why I like live shows when when they can change it up and do a guitar solo gets changed up and you know every show it's a little different. It's like that's the stuff Even I if look it's for. Just like like a, like a slide instead of a hammer on. Just yeah. Like yeah. Just that little yeah. makes it sound so much better. Hell yeah. Or just just mixing it up and making it sound different. Like every time yep. I think of live versus produced, I think of back to like Cody Johnson is my all time idol for country music. He has this one video on 
uh, his YouTube page that's his campfire session. It's just him and his fiddle player. And they just sit there around his campfire with all they do is plug into an amp and just sing. They don't do anything else. It's raw. It's uncut. You could hear the coyotes in the background in his house. And if you listen to that and then go listen to his produced songs, I challenge you not to like the campfire songs better. It's It sounds so much better just raw. Because you can tell he feels it more sitting in a spot that he's comfortable and he wants to be and not in a studio with somebody telling him how to sound, you know? Yep. No, and that's that's what's awesome about like that kind of those kind of players are they're you know not you know there's yes yeah I agree um well do you want to do another song Might as well. what, what do you want what do you want to do I've been talking about Cody Johnson enough I might as well break one Sometimes music is more for for the artist than for the viewer to express emotions. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. My voice does with this one. I'm this sure you do. Nothing on you by Cody Johnson. It's got a bit of a vocal riffs that I honestly don't really have business doing, but I'm attempting anyway. Have you played this before? Have I, you played this before? I have played these ones before, but I've missed the notes plenty. But I'm trying to convince myself to practice some more so that way I'm not doing that. Hey, you're good. Go for it. Baby of a morning, the 
Breaking your own evil moon Oh, and they can keep those high-rise, high-priced mansions I wouldn't trade places As long as I'm here with you, baby I've got room with you When you've got nothing on there ain't nothing wrong Loving you all, all night long Is all I want to do Cause I've seen mountains high And I've sailed the oceans new when you got nothing on, and nothing got nothing on Cause I've seen the mountains high, and I've sailed the oceans blue. When you've got nothing on, ain't nothing got nothing Well, it sounded like you got through that okay. Yeah, I slipped a note here and there, but... <clears throat> I don't think many people are going to notice that, Shane. <laughs> I pick myself apart more than people do. And we got a bunch of people on here. That's cool. We got Instagram Live. We got people on the Podbean. So, nice job. Thank you. That was good. And that was Cody Johnson? That was Cody Johnson, nothing on you. And how old is he? Has he been? How long has he been around? He's been around a while. I think he's. I believe he's in his lower thirties. Okay. Maybe mid thirties. He's he's not. He's. I don't think he ever really skyrocketed in like radio popularity. He's definitely had his singles. Don't get me wrong. Like "Till You Can't" and "Human" have been huge songs for him. Okay. But um, he's regardless of what anybody has said, he's. Ever since I heard uh, him do a cover of Red Dirt Road by Brooks and, Brooks and Dunn, I've just been the biggest Cody Johnson fan. And I actually got to see him in concert, and I have a signed hat by him, and it's, he's amazing. I love him. Nice. Do you ever wear the signed hat? Or I is refuse it? to. Yeah. I, I, I almost did one time to play out and myself out of it because I, I can't take it off the wall. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Well, you know what? Maybe someday you'll be playing with him would be the ultimate goal if i did that i i would have made it yeah well you know what you're uh you're on your way there you're doing it and uh i enjoy listening to you <clears throat> and i'm happy you're out there doing it 
because yeah. you could be doing a hell of a lot worse shit. Yep, that is a fact. I, uh, I'm glad that I really trying to push myself into doing this because it's something I've always talked about and always wanted to do, but I always find something that in the moment seems more important and then fades away. And mm-hmm. I end up finding, this is the one thing that I always end up finding my way back to. So it, it's got to mean something. So I'm trying to chase it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Music's forever. Mm-hmm. I, I said that quite a few times. Um, it's never going to go away. It, it's, it's timeless. It's been around, around as long as we've been around as a species. So it's music is deep there. I don't think there's anything out there that can move people that can bring people together that can, I mean, so many great things are accomplished through music. Music. A lot, what a lot of people, I mean, many people do understand it in the way that I'm saying, but a lot of people don't understand that for certain groups of people, it's a lot more than just something to listen to as background in the car. Like it's, it's people's lives. It's like it, what get, it's what gets you up in the morning. It's what keeps you going. It's what you living for. And yeah, I would I would love to eventually one day be able to make a, a living off my music. But you know, at the moment, I'm just trying to play my cards where I'm at and see what I can do with it. Well, this is one step to having a um, a future in it. Is yep. doing stuff like this, you know, on a little podcast out of somebody's living room, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, people notice you and, you know, take a liking, you know, st- people will start following you, you know, yeah. that's, uh, you know, and that's it. Like <clears throat> most great musicians, when you see them, um, in a, in a small space, that is like the realest and rawest, I think that you'll get. Sure. Um, and those are some of the best, like, you know, and it doesn't even have to be country music. metal. It could be hardcore. Sure. It's like, oh. When I took the boys to in Holyoke, we saw a tree, and that was there was like maybe two hundred people there. And Those are the best fucking shows. Between you and your sons, you guys have the widest music knowledge of anybody that I know, and TJ especially, just because I'm the most has shown a, like real, like serious knowledge and interest in like a lot of different genres that even I don't have anything in. He, it just it, it blows me away at what you guys have for just the capacity of music because like I know country music better than I know anything else, but I really yep. don't even know all I want to know about country, and I would love to know a lot more about other genres, but I'm still working towards that, you know. Yeah, it's uh, there's just so much out there. There's so much out there, and it's like, like for me, I was listening to pretty much everything. Yep. And I think that's how I kind of brought you know because I would throw. Johnny Cash, like I love Johnny Cash. I would throw Johnny Cash on, or we'd listen to Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know, throw on a, like an Elvis Greatest Hits CD, and pff, you're gonna listen to probably hundred Elvis tunes. And be like, oh yeah, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Because like everything did was it was gold. He kicked open all the doors. Yeah, he did. You know, Elvis was you know guys like him, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Chuck Berry, um, guys that like. I mean, really, really, Little Richard, um, you know, the the OGs of of rock and roll. And then, you know, and then you got like Cash and Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Whalen, Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr. Exactly, like George Strait, all the big Yes. 
Yeah, and there's just all these old, those old school, just guys that that are still around doing it too. That's what I love. I mean, Willie's I think close to ninety. I mean, he's he's he up still there. Carries two twenty good though. Yeah, he does. I don't know if you've heard some of his late, uh, his newest like if he puts out on like anything anymore. But I think the most recent video I saw of him was just him playing his guitar just on a porch, and he sounds every bit as good as he used to. Yeah, yeah, and his iconic guitar trigger. Yep. I just watch um, I watched a YouTube series video, and um. This luthier had his had trigger, and it was just for a string change, a little tune up. You know, he tunes it and plays it. He had he had Willie's amp there, and get and uh, guitar cabinet and played it through that. And like, yep, here it is. This is it. It's like my God, that guitar. You know, there's that huge hole in it from his hand yep. from his hand. It's just where the wear yes are on the fretboard and where he's strumming. Every time I think of a guitar like that, I just think of. Uh, Chris Stapleton, every time that he plays this one guitar that he actually, like, I remember seeing a show one time where him and his wife were talking on an interview, and his wife was saying that they have more guitars in that house than they could, that she can count that he has. And he got has this one guitar that he plays all the time that he got from a garage sale that is worn, con- like, down to the wood where his hands are just for how much he plays that guitar. Yep. And it's just something about like older guitars like that just have a different sound to them. Oh hell yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, the the sound or like that certain piece of wood on that guitar, it exactly. just resonates a certain. Like there's so it gets in acoustic guitars are crazy. I mean, it gets nuts. And I'm not an acoustic guitar aficionado. I'm not a guitar aficionado. I just I like certain things. Yeah. Um, but it's like you know, like the guitar you're playing sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, see, I'm still looking for my, I'm, I'm very much believing that, like, everybody has their one guitar that they really, really can sound their best on. Yeah. They can play other guitars that sound great. Absolutely. But everyone's got that one guitar that they can really hear yep. And I, it's the guitar that my father bought for himself before I was born, the one that I learned on, is I can't get any other sound, that sound out of any other guitar besides that one. And I'm, and that's a great guitar, but I still feel like it's, lacking in areas so i'm still looking for like you're searching my guitar yeah you'll find it i have i have four now but i'm looking for like my guitar yep you'll find it and and it'll come it'll come yeah it'll come you know i mean the best thing to do you know because it's a big box store and they have a a ton of different guitars go down to guitar center go in their acoustic room and just sit there for a and you don't even have to buy something from them. You oh, know, for sure. The Breed Loves. I love that Breed Love. And that's I don't think that's a USA model. They're out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. That com- that guitar manufacturer. Guitar. Yeah, that thing plays awesome. That that thing plays awesome. It sounds awesome. I mean, and I'm a shitty guitar player and that thing sounds good. So I remember going to a guitar center uh, God, it must have been I was actually just going to look for a new guitar, and I never actually even found one that I ended up taking home, but I was probably there for, like, two hours. I must have played ten different guitars, like, a couple songs each, just to try to get feels for them. Didn't you buy this guitar when we went to Chi- for Chinese buffet? <laughs> I dragged funny. you into I'm like, hey, let's go to Guitar Center. I want to go pick up a new pedal for my guitar. Let's go check it out. And I ended up leaving with a strap and a guitar. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, and this is actually the one that I've been playing since then. Yeah, no, it's a nice guitar. It's a... Uh, the one I had learned on was a Washburn, so I just yep. I wanted to get an electric acoustic so I can start playing out. 
so I just I stuck with the same brand, got a washburn, just made sure it had an electric acoustic um, uh, input to it, so I can go and plug into amps and play out and you know just try different things. Yep. And it's been working out so far for me. I'm just you know I really what I'm what I really want to try is I want to get one of the ones that are like the handcrafted like solid wood, you know. And not like the plastic wrap on none of them or anything like mm-hmm. that. I just want to get like, I want to try like a jumbo body style, like solid wood and just see what I can get the sound from. Cause I've seen a lot of uh, videos and more playing live uh, with people using that kind of guitar. And it sounds like really like deep and soulful and full. And like, that's really what I'm trying to look for because like for the kind of music that I find myself playing most of the time, that fits better than like a higher, strong, Yep. You know, yep. Guitar. Yeah, you want something it's bold. Exactly. Yep. It's it's got some bass to it, like a for like sure. a baritone. Like it's got yeah, I, baritone is definitely I would say more of what I'm looking for. Yep. Nice. Well uh do you want to do one more song? I'm we're not gonna do I'm not gonna do we're not gonna he's doing songs, we're we're kinda doing this on the on the cuff here, but um you know, do you, how many? Do you want to do one more? Or yeah, we can do one. You want to do what? What's last? You want to do what last? The last song? You want to do more? Or what do you want to do? do? This is the last one, I guess. Yeah. Let me, see what, let me just run through my set list, make sure I can get a good one going. See what I got going. TJ and his love for the Wham Christmas song. My fucking god! <laughs> I wish. If you enjoy the hell out of it, I so will everyone else. Do Doing good, boy. I'm gonna do Killed it. Orange because I feel like everybody. I want a little better than the rest of the songs that I have. That's it, yeah. It'll be fine by just like I'm telling you. Things eat at your bones and drive your young mind crazy. Oh, when you place your head between my collar and jaw, I don't know much, but there's no way at all. And I'm damned if I do. Cause if I said I miss you, I know that you won't. But I miss you in the mornings when I see the sun. Something in the orange tells me we're not done. To you, I'm just a man. Myself against something in the orange tells me you're never coming home.
There's orange dancing in your eyes from Polite. And your voice only trembles when you try to speak. Take me back to us dancing this wood used creek. Nice job. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thanks for coming on and doing this. For sure. This is a, definitely a different opportunity than I expected, but this is this is good. This is giving me an opportunity to branch out some, you know? Well, you got people on here uh, loving what you're doing, love your voice. He thanks you. I thank you. Thank you very much. You killed it. That's what everybody's on here. There's a... Uh, one here that uh we're, we're in and out on this so but uh yeah that was a little different for me tonight doing it like this and uh a little bit different from what i normally do on the podcast um but uh that's what this is all about is doing things a little bit different against the grain yep. not like it's the norm forced me to step out of my comfort a little into a new territory and definitely thankful for those experiences and it sounds like you're doing something a little different so it's just kind of yeah changing up a bit that's it no and that's what this is all about like i don't i don't want to i don't want everything that i do to be the exact same i want it to yeah. to kind of absolutely and if you like this and uh it feels good having you know having you on we'll do this again we'll definitely do this again and uh yeah you got to get a youtube channel going i do i know get I a youtube channel and this this right here, Instagram, I know, I know. this connects you to everybody in the world. Everybody on here. I know there's people, I know there's people from, uh, all over the, I mean, you know, your mom's on here, mm -hmm. you know, um, I believe we have, uh, a listener from possibly Mexico. Really? I, I believe so. Um, there's, there's, you know, people from all over the world can link up with you on this at, and at any point in time. They Seems can link up the I'm yeah. Still being about Instagram now, but I really should have jumped on that train a while back. Yeah, well, it's good, man. It's you know, it's like any other social media device. It's yep. got its pluses, and it's got its uh, its minuses. But uh, it's a good it's a good tool. Um, Realistically, it, I should be going on everything I can to try to spread myself out. Hell yeah, and you know, and that's where you connect to with the musicians. I mean, there's so many musicians on here that are aspiring or maybe they're working on a song and they hear something you're doing that you share. So they, 
reach out to you like, Hey, I'm working on, what do you think? It, this is, yeah, this is how, and this is how you build on stuff with people. So how you come up with some of the best music anyway, it's just sitting in a writer's room with a few people and just like spitballing ideas. And Hell yeah. Sticks. Hell yeah. There's a, uh, there's a lot of good people out there. I mean, there's a lot of people that want to take advantage of you too, but there's a lot of good people out there. Um, you know, especially when it comes to musicians, you know, the last couple of years, how things have gone and uh, how crazy things have been. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, guys like you young, you're, you're young, you've got a long life ahead of you in a career. If you want to do this, you know, and, and you know, if you if you love it that much, make this your career. You, you'll always have a job. Exactly. You always have a job. You can go to a job if you need money, but this is, should be if you love it that much, make it your career. Yeah. One, the one of the things that my dad had always told me that I'm trying to stick to is what you want your career to be is the thing you go do every day that's paying your bills that doesn't feel like work. You would you would do this anyway. It doesn't matter that you're getting paid. It's it's a benefit that it's also taking care of the things you need to. But you would have done this regardless. That's what you should be doing. For. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, you know what? On that note, I want to thank you. Thank you very much for yeah. having me on. And uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you you doing what you're doing, and uh, keep on doing it. Um, yeah. Sticking with it. Yeah. So this is uh. This is a shortened down version of Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. Um, didn't really have as much talk on enlightenment tonight, and but uh, a lot of positive stuff going on. Uh, a lot of positive talk with Shane Stotes. Uh, you can find him on TikTok. What's your TikTok handle? Uh, TikTok is just my name. Just look up Shane Stotes. S-T-S-H-A-N-E-S-T-O-S-Z. No spaces. And you're on TikTok, and you, you play music on there. and hope, as much as I would like. Yeah, cool. And and hopefully uh, he'll be up on Instagram. And if he gets on here, I'll you will be sure to see his content. Uh, you know, getting follow. You know, on on my page, um, Chewy's Road to Enlightenment, or you know, my Instagram page. Um, oh, my buddy Dex is in here. What's up, Dex? Dex is a good dude. Dex Dex is good people. He uh, he enjoyed what you were doing. So. Everybody in here enjoyed it. But, um, yeah, this is a uh, shortened version of Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. Something a little different, something a little special. Um, and I want to thank Shane for coming on, um, doing this doing this with me, having a talk, having some uh, music. And uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we're going to do this again live on Instagram uh, next time as well. So we'll, we'll keep it going. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank everybody for tuning in to Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. Uh, this was Shane Stotes. Uh, episode is Kid Dynamite. <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm dubbing him now. Perfect. Yeah. So thank you, sir. Uh, we're signing off. Everybody enjoy your evening and uh, be good. Be safe. Later. With all the bullshit that was going on. So when it was... Whenever I had to ask my parents about anything, it was always, the three of us were always together. So it was like, all right, I got to ask my dad, my mom, my stepmom, TJ's mom, Keith's yep. mom, TJ's dad. You know, we got to run it by everybody first. Yeah, run it up the chain of command. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, well, let's, uh, 
let's run it up with another song. You want to do another song? Why don't you do another song? I'm sure your mom would like to hear another song too. She's yep. down down in. Uh, She's usually cheering me on somewhere. I'm trying to set this thing up here, so. Uh, I think that'll stay right there. Hopefully that stays right there. You want to turn that light on? I know we're sitting in the dark here. It's very, very dark and ominous looking. There's just a little turn thing on the side there. There you go. There we'll be there we go. Now we can see. Well, you know, I like sitting in the dark. It's just that's just me, but especially at the work. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what uh, what's this next song you're gonna do? So this next one is uh, one of my favorites that I've been doing for a while. It's um, Jersey Giant by Tyler Childers, which is currently, I believe, still unreleased. But he just has a video of it on YouTube, and it's a popular song even though it's not released. So I've found a couple of videos on like tips and tricks on how to play good, and I've kind of modified it nice. to do how I, how I think it sounds good. But this is just the way I've been playing it, and this is usually my opener whenever. Oh, good. Well, let's let's hear it. Bundle up and go to town 
Never worry about the police. Never worried much at all. I miss those nights of reckless glory. And I'd come back if you just call. Cause it's just two hours to get there, baby. I can take you back about an hour or so. Hold you close against my skin. Singing songs we used to sing The one about the lady in the long black veil Should have seen the warning signs Lord, I'd love to hear you High and lonesome, hard and strong Even if it was a little out of tune Harder than the socks on a Jersey Giant Lord, I thought you hung I left town when we were over Cause it didn't feel the same And every back road had a memory and every memory held your name Cause it's just two hours to get there, babe I can make it back about an hour or so Hold you close against my skin Need a little warmth on a night so cold Singing songs we used to sing The one about the lady in the long black veil Should have seen the warning signs Lord, I'd love to hear you High and lonesome, hard and strong Even if it was a little out of tune Hotter than the socks on a Jersey giant Lord, I thought you were on the moon Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see, uh, we got a bunch of people in here. There you go. One of my friends on here. Here's the real talent, live without auto tune and only playing from the heart. Well, hell yeah. That's, uh, that's one thing that I'm trying to make sure I stick to is I'm refusing auto tune. No auto tune. Playing, playing your guitar, singing. That's what it's all about. Live music. <clears throat> That's really why I like Zach Bryan a lot is because most of his music is just him sitting in a room with two or three of his buddies just all playing acoustic instruments and it sounds so much better than the produced stuff. <clears throat> it's that, that raw, that raw shit. It's that raw. There's stuff you capture when you're live. That's like yeah. doing this. You know, I, I thought about you know, recording episodes and doing, but it's like, you're catching all the little imperfections. It's like, yeah. it's like going to a live show. You're going to see and hear all types of stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like 
when you're sitting there talking to somebody, they're not always going to say exactly what that means right away every time. Like, and when you deviate from certain subjects, sometimes you get into conversations that you never thought you would have had in the first place. So having yeah. this like no pause, no redos aspect kind of makes it better in a sense. Hell yeah. It's, it, and it's good for you too. It's, uh, it builds up your confidence, sure. you know, that's the, and that's, that's awesome. Like the fact that you're out there doing that and going out and singing at places, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm 40 playing, playing my own music and playing live has really given me a uh, newfound appreciation, and, like aspect of like liking the like acoustic versions of songs more. Like I take some of my favorite songs from the radio now and I'll go look up, just that guy sitting on his porch playing that song with his guitar and that just because i because i know how he had to do it and i know how he learned it and played through it and tried all these different ways of doing it it's just i have a newfound like this sounds so much better to me now than like when you let a producer go through it a hundred times yeah there's something i mean <clears throat> some music needs that yeah but sure. but, but um like the, this, the outlaw country movement, you know, guys like Willie, guys like Johnny Cash, yep, yep. Hank, Whalen, um, you know, there's just, there's something about them live in that raw, like you didn't want to do anything to that. Yeah. Like you need to listen to, you know, that's like, like I have an appreciation for vinyl because mm-hmm. of the way vinyl sounds. Yep. Vinyl doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like a CD. It doesn't sound like a tape. It doesn't sound like anything. Vinyl's vinyl. Like it's got imperfections and it's got scratch. And that's, I love that about music. And I love that about, you know, that, you know, the outlaw, the underground scene with music. It's always been raw. Well, it also reminds you that like the people that are out there that have like their like headlining arena shows, they're all just, People. They all started in the same place. Like when you hear the live versions, you can hear oh, he slipped his finger on that one chord or something like yep. that. And it just reminds you that like they weren't born perfect. They had to work at it just as much as you did. You're just starting out. Yeah. And that's what I struggle a lot with, but I'm trying to remind myself of. And uh, a lot of people that are trying to remind me of is you're not going to get it first try. You got to just keep cranking at it. Do you have any idea how many times they failed before they sounded like that? Oh, hell yeah. Like, you know, that's like, and that's the thing is the, and goes back to practice too, you know, practice, 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 practice. That's, that's huge. You know, if you can get on a, on a schedule and practice every day, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yep. You know, when I was younger, I used to try to like, I'm going to take like, set yourself a real, excuse me, a realistic goal, like a half hour a day mm-hmm. or an hour a day and start off with a lower number because eventually it gets into holy shit it's been two and a half hours or three hours and you know you kind of lose yourself and which is to me yeah exactly because if you're enjoying it and you're and you're feeling what you're playing you're going to get lost in it and that's like the best stuff that's when you get creative you know that's when you just can do like there's no limits to music you can do anything you want with music it may not sound awesome to somebody else, but it may sound good to you. Like, yep. it's, it's it's endless. It's uncontrollable a lot of the times. You just got to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And a lot of the times, it's not going to sound the way you want it to. Like, there's way more times than I want to admit that me playing alone in my bedroom has sounded worlds better than me playing in front of a room full of people 
but that's just how it happens. I just got to keep doing it until I can get it to sound like that every time. Hell yeah. And it's not going to always sound perfect, but you know what? You're not going to always be feeling good or you're not going to be well hydrated or your voice is going to be a little raspy or shot because you were, you know, overworking it or whatever. Um, but that's, but that's all part of going to a live show. You expect all that stuff, the cracking voice, the, you know, the slip of the string, a little bit of feedback, yeah, whatever. That I listen to the radio version long enough, and you know exactly how long he holds whatever notes, and then he'll just randomly change it up on you, and it sounds yes. cooler that way. Yes. Different. Yeah, that's I lo- that's why I like live shows when when they can change it up and do a guitar solo gets changed up, and you know every show it's a little different. It's like that's the stuff Even I if look it's for. Just like like a, like a slide instead of a hammer on. Just yeah, like yeah. Just that little yeah. makes it sound so much better. Hell yeah. Or just just mixing it up and making it sound. Every time yep. I think of live versus produced, I think of back to like Cody Johnson is my all-time idol for country music, and he has this one video on uh, his YouTube page that's his campfire session, and it's just him and his fiddle player, and they just sit there around his campfire with all they do is plug into an amp and just sing. They don't do anything else. It's raw. It's uncut. You could hear the coyotes in the background in his house, and if you listen to that and then go listen to his produced songs, I challenge you not to like the Campfire songs better. It's It sounds so much better, just raw. Cause you can tell he feels it more sitting in a spot that he's comfortable and he wants to be and not in a studio with somebody telling him how to sound, you know? Yep. No, and that's that's what's awesome about, like, that kind of – those kind of players are – they're, you know, not no. – you know, there's – Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, do you want to do another song? Might as well. What, what, for, right? what do you want? What do you want to do? Well, I feel like I've been talking about Cody Johnson enough. I might as well break one out, right? Sometimes music is more for for the artist than for the viewer to express emotions. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. Let's see. My voice does with this one. I'm this sure you do. Uh, nothing on you by Cody Johnson. It's got a little bit of a vocal riffs that I honestly don't really have business doing, but I'm attempting anyway. Have you played this before? Have I, you played this before? I have played these ones before, but I've missed the notes plenty. But I'm trying to convince myself to practice some more, so that way I'm not doing that. Hey, you're good. Go for it. Down on the floor 
Wait. When you've got nothing on, there ain't nothing wrong. Loving you all night long is all I want to do. I've seen the mountains high, I've sailed the ocean blue, when you've got nothing on, ain't nothing got nothing on you, no better than Venus, Vegas, New York, yeah, Paris, baby of the morning and the fall, the Grand Canyon on a full moon. Oh, and they can keep those high-rise, high-priced mansions I wouldn't trade. As long as I'm here with you, baby, I've got a room with you. When you've got nothing on, there ain't nothing wrong loving you. I've seen the mountains high, and I've sailed the oceans blue. When you've got nothing on, and nothing got nothing on Cause I've seen the mountains high. Well, it sounded like you got through that okay. Yeah, I slipped a note here and there, but... <clears throat> I don't think too many people are going to notice that, Shane. <laughs> I pick myself apart more than people do. And we got a bunch of people on here. That's cool. We got people on the Instagram Live. We got people on the Podbean. So, nice job. Thanks. That was good. And that was Cody Johnson? That was. Cody Johnson, nothing on you. And how old is he? Has he been? How long has he been around? 
He's been around a while. I think he's, I believe he's in his lower 30s. Okay. Maybe mid-30s. He's, he's not, he's, I don't think he ever really skyrocketed in, like, radio popularity. He's definitely had his singles, don't get me wrong, like, Till You Can't and Human have been huge songs for him. Okay. But, um, he's, regardless of what anybody has said, he's, Ever since I heard uh, him do a cover of Red Dirt Road by Brooks and, Brooks and Dunn, I've just been the biggest Cody Johnson fan. And I actually got to see him in concert, and I have a signed hat by him, and it's, he's amazing. I love him. Nice. Do you ever wear the signed hat? Or is I refuse it? to. Yeah. I, I, I almost did one time to play out, and I talked myself out of it because I, I can't take it off the wall. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Well, you know what? Maybe someday you'll be playing with him would be the ultimate goal if i did that i i, I would have made it yeah well you know what you're uh you're on your way there you're doing good and uh i enjoy listening to you <clears throat> and i'm happy you're out there doing it because yeah. you could be doing a hell of a lot worse shit yep that is a fact i uh, i'm glad that i really trying to push myself into doing this because it's something i've always talked about and always wanted to do but i always find something that in the moment seems more important and then fades away and mm -hmm. I end up finding this is the one thing that I always end up finding my way back to so it, it's got to mean something so I'm trying to chase it yeah well you know what music's forever I, I said that quite a few times um, it's never going to go away it, it's it's timeless it's been around, around as long as we've been around mm -hmm. as a species so it's music is deep there. I don't think there's anything out there that can move people that can bring people together that can, I mean, so many great things are accomplished through music. Music. A lot, what a lot of people, I mean, many people do understand it in the way that I'm saying, but a lot of people don't understand that for certain groups of people, it's a lot more than just something to listen to as background in the car. Like it's, it's people's lives. It's like it, what get, it's what gets you up in the morning. It's what keeps you going. It's what you're living for. And yeah, I would I would love to eventually one day be able to make a, a living off my music. But you know, at the moment, I'm just trying to play my cards where I'm at and see what I can do with it. Well, this is one step to having a um, a future in it. Is yep. doing stuff like this, you know, on a little podcast out of somebody's living room, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, people notice you and, you know, take a liking, you know, stuff, people will start following you, you know, that's, you know, and that's it. Like <clears throat> most great musicians, when you see them, um, in a, in a small space, that is like the realest and rawest, I think that you'll get. Sure. Um, and those are some of the best, uh, like, you know, and it doesn't even have to be country music. It could be metal. It could be hardcore. Sure. It's like, oh. When I took the boys to in Holyoke, we saw a tree, and that was there was like maybe two hundred people there. And Those are the best fucking shows. Between you and your sons, you guys have the widest music knowledge of anybody that I know, and TJ especially, just because I'm around him the most, has shown a, like real, like serious knowledge and interest in like a lot of different genres that even I don't have anything in. He, it's just it, it blows me away at what you guys have for just the capacity of music because like I know 
country music better than I know anything else, but I really yep. don't even know all I want to know about country, and I would love to know a lot more about other genres, but I'm still working towards that, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, there's just so much out there. There's so much out there, and it's like, like for me, when I grew up, I was listening to pretty much everything. Yep. And I think that's how I kind of brought, you know, because I would throw Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Johnny Cash. I would throw Johnny Cash on. Or we'd listen to Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know, throw on, a, like, an Elvis Greatest Hits CD. And pff, you're going to listen to probably 100 Elvis tunes and be like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Because, like, everything the guy did was, it was gold. Yeah, he did. You know, Elvis was, you know, guys like him, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Chuck Berry, um, guys that like, I mean, really, really little Richard, um, you know, the the OGs of of rock and roll. And then, you know, and then you got like Cash and Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Whalen, Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr. Exactly. Like George Strait, all the big Yes. Yeah. And there's just all these old those old school just guys that that are still around doing it too mm-hmm. that's what i love i mean willie's i think close to 90 i mean he's he's he up still there carries the tune plenty good though yeah he does I don't know if you've heard some of his late uh, his newest like if he puts out on like anything anymore but i think the most recent video i saw of him was just him playing his guitar just on a porch and he sounds every bit as good as he used to yeah again yeah, his iconic car- guitar trigger I just watched um, I watched a YouTube series video, and um, this luthier had his had trigger in, and it was just for a string change, a little tune up, and you know he tunes it and plays it. He had he had Willie's amp there, and get and uh, guitar cabinet and played it through that and like yep here it is this is it. It's like my God, that guitar. You know, there's that huge hole in it from his hand. Yep. From his hand, it's just where the yes. on the fretboard and where he's strumming. And every time I think of a guitar like that, I just think of uh, Chris Stapleton. Every time that he plays this one guitar, that he actually like. I remember seeing a show one time where him and his wife were talking on an interview, and his wife was saying that they have more guitars in that house than they could that she can count that he has. And he got has this one guitar that he plays all the time that he got from a garage sale that is worn like down to the wood where his hands are just for how much he plays that guitar. Yep. And it's just something about like older guitars like that just have a different sound to them. Oh hell yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, the the sound or a feel like that certain piece of wood on that guitar, it exactly. just resonates a certain, like there's so much, it gets, in acoustic guitars are crazy. I mean, it gets nuts. And I'm not an acoustic guitar aficionado. I'm not a guitar aficionado. I just, I like certain things. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, like the guitar you're playing sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, see, I'm still looking for my, I'm, I'm very much believing that like everybody has their one guitar that they really, really can sound their best on. Yep. They can play other guitars and it'll sound great. Absolutely. But everyone's got that one guitar that they can really hang yep. around. And I, it's the guitar that my father bought for himself before I was born, the one that I learned on, is I can't get any other sound, that sound out of any other guitar besides that one. And, I'm, and that's a great guitar, but I still feel like it's lacking in areas. So I'm still looking for like You're searching. my guitar. You know, yeah, you'll find I it. I have I have four now, but I'm looking for like my guitar. 
Yep. You'll find it. And, so and it'll come, it'll come. Styles. Yeah, it'll come. You know, I mean, the best thing to do, you know, because it's a big box store and they have a, di- a ton of different guitars. Go down to Guitar Center, yep. go in their acoustic room and just sit there for a couple hours. And you don't even have to buy something from them. You oh, know, sure. The Breed Loves. I love that Breed Love. And that's, I don't think that's a USA model. They're out of Oregon, mm-hmm. that, com- that guitar manufacturer. Yeah, that thing plays awesome. That's, that thing plays awesome. It sounds awesome. I mean, and I'm a shitty guitar player, and that thing sounds good. So I remember going to a guitar center. Uh, God, it must have been at the beginning of summer. But I was actually just going to look for a new guitar, and I never actually even found one that I ended up taking home, but I was probably there for like two hours. I must have played ten different guitars, like a couple songs each, just to try to get feels for them. Didn't you buy this guitar when we went to China for Chinese buffet? I, <laughs> I dragged you into I'm like, hey, let's go to Guitar Center. I want to go pick up a new pedal for my guitar. Let's go check it out. And I ended up moving with a strap in. Yeah, that was awesome. And this is actually the one that I've been playing since then. Yeah, no, it's a nice guitar. It's a, The one that I had learned on was a Washburn, so I just I yep. wanted to get an electric acoustic so I can start playing out. So I just I stuck with the same brand, got a Washburn, just made sure it had an electric acoustic um, uh, input to it so I can go and plug into amps and play out and, you know, just try different things. Yep. And it's been working out so far for me. I'm just, you know, I really, what I'm... What I really want to try is I want to get one of the ones that are like the handcrafted, like solid wood, you know, and not like the plastic wrap on none of them or anything like mm-hmm. that. I just want to get like, I want to try like a jumbo body style, like solid wood and just see what I can get the sound from. Because I've seen a lot of uh, videos and more playing live uh, with people using that kind of guitar and it sounds like really like deep and soulful and full. And like, that's really what I'm trying to look for because like, for the kind of music that I find myself playing most of the time, that fits better than like a higher, strong, yep. you know, smaller yep. guitar. Yeah, you want something it's bold. Exactly. Yep. It's it's got some bass to it, like a for like sure. a baritone. Like it's got yeah, I, baritone is definitely I would say more of what I'm looking for. Yep. Nice. Well, uh, do you want to do one more song? I'm, we're not going to do, I'm not going to do, we're not going to, he's doing songs. We're, we're kind of doing this on the, on the cuff here, but, um, you know, do you, how many, do you want to do one more? Or yeah, do you want to do what's what last, you want to do what last, the last song you want to do more or what do you want to do? do? This is the last one, I guess. Yeah. Let's see what, let me just run through my set list, make sure I can get a good one going. Let's see what I got going right TJ and his love for the Wham Christmas song. My fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. If you enjoy the hell out of it, right. so will everyone else. Do, Doing good, boy. I'm going to do Killed something it. in orange because I feel like everybody will know that one a little better than the rest of the songs that I have. That's it, yeah. It'll be fine by dust lot, I'm telling you, babe. These things eat at your bones and drive your young mind crazy. Oh, when you place your head between my collar and jaw. 
Nice job. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thanks for coming on and doing this. For sure. This is a, definitely a different opportunity than I expected, but this is this is good. This is giving me an opportunity to branch out some, you know. Well, you got people on here uh, loving what you're doing, love your voice. He thanks you. I thank you. Thank you very much. You killed it. That's what everybody's on here. There's a... Uh, you got a lot of people in here that uh, were, were in and out on this. So, but, uh, yeah, that was a little different for me tonight doing it like this. And uh, a little bit different from what I normally do on the podcast. Um, but uh, 
that's what this is all about is doing things a little bit different against the grain. Yeah. Not like the norm. forced me to step out of my comfort zone a little into new territory. And I'm definitely thankful for those experiences. And it sounds like you're doing something a little different. So it's just kind of yeah. changing up a bit. That's it. No. And that's what this is all about. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want everything that I do to be the exact same. I want it to, yeah. to kind of, absolutely. And it feels good doing it like this. And uh, it feels good having, you know, having you on, we'll do this again. We'll definitely do this again. And uh, yeah, you got to get a YouTube channel going, I do, I know. get I a YouTube get channel. And this, this right here, Instagram, I know, I know. this connects you to everybody in the world. Everybody on here. I know there's people, I know there's people from, uh, all over the, I mean, you know, your mom's on here, mm-hmm. you know, um, I believe we have uh, a listener from possibly Mexico. Really? I, I believe so. Um, there's, there's, you know, people from all over the world can link up with you on this and, and at any point in time, they Seems can link up. The, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good, man. It's, you know, it's like any other social media device. It's yep. got its pluses and it's got its uh its minuses but uh it's a good it's a good tool um realistically i should be going on everything i can to try to spread myself out hell yeah and you know and that's this is where you connect to with musicians i mean there's so many musicians on here that are aspiring or maybe they're working on a song and they hear something you're doing that you share so they reach out to you like hey i'm working on you know what do you think it this is yeah, this is how and this is how you build on stuff with people. So, so that's really how you come up with some of the best music anyway, it's just sitting in a writer's room with a few people and just like spitballing ideas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's uh there's a lot of good people out there. I mean there's a lot of people that want to take advantage of you too, but there's a lot of good people out there. Um, you know, especially when it comes to musicians, you know, the last couple of years how things have gone and uh, how crazy things have been. Um you know, it's kind of a, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, guys like you young, you're, you're young, you've got a long life ahead of you and a career. If you want to do this, you know, and, and you know, if you, if you love it that much, make this your career, you, you'll always have a job. Exactly. You always have a job. You can always go to a job if you need money, but this is, should be, if you love it that much, make it your career. Yeah. What, the one of the things that my dad had always told me that I'm trying to stick to is what you want your career to be is the thing you go do every day that's paying your bills that doesn't feel like work. You would you would do this anyway. It doesn't matter that you're getting paid. It's, it's a benefit that it's also taking care of the things you need to do, but you would have done this regardless. That's what you should be doing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you know what? On that note, I want to thank you. Thank you very much for yeah. having me on. And uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you you doing what you're doing, and uh, keep on doing it. Um, yeah. So this is a this is a shortened down version of Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. Um, didn't really have as much talk on enlightenment tonight, and but uh, a lot of positive stuff going on. Uh, a lot of positive talk with Shane Stotes. Uh, you can find him on TikTok. What's your TikTok handle? Uh, TikTok is just my name. Just look up Shane Stotes. S T S-H-A-N-E-S-T-O-S-Z, no spaces. And you're on TikTok, and you, you play music on there. and not as much as I would like, but I'm trying to get better at yeah. it, more and more. 
cool and and hopefully uh he'll be up on instagram and if he gets on here i'll you will be sure to see his content uh you know getting follow you know on on my page um chewy's road to enlightenment or you know my instagram page um oh my buddy dex is in here what's up dex dex a good dude dex dex is good people he uh he enjoyed what you were doing so everybody in here enjoyed it but um yeah this is a uh shortened version of chewy's road to enlightenment something a little different something a little special um and i want to thank shane for coming on um doing this doing this with me having a talk having some uh, music and uh thanks everybody uh we're gonna do this again live on instagram uh next time as well so we'll, we'll keep it going have a good night everyone thanks a lot guys And I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Chewy's Road to Enlightenment. Uh, this was Shane Stoats. Uh, episode is Kid Dynamite. <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm dubbing him now. Perfect. Yeah. So thank you, sir. Uh, we're signing off. Everybody enjoy your evening. And uh, be good. Be safe. Later.